Welcome to the official podcast of the M Network, branding, advertising, and strategic communications agency. It's a show we like to call. M at work. All right. Uh, hello, everyone. If you haven't listened before, the idea is that someone from the M Network picks a subject, typically something we're working on or something like as marketers that we're really interested in. And that person then goes out, interviews an expert, and then shares what they learned with other members of the agency. I'm Tom Mosloom, CEO of the M Network. And once again, it's my turn to host the podcast. Hola. Everyone, my name is Sydney Vigil. I am the content creator, copywriter, producer, on, on everythinger, everythinger, talenter <laughs> here at the M Network. Hello, everyone. My name is Lauren. I am a writer, social media, media relations, everythinger, getting you out of trouble, <laughs> <laughs> bailing me out. <laughs> All right. So, uh, why do you guys think? that I brought you here today. To play the music again? Mm-hmm. Close. <laughs> to mess up while you're we're doing this podcast? <laughs> yes. Um, you have an interview for us to listen to. I do. You want to know who it's with? Who? Yeah. Um, so my name's Neil Yeager, um, and uh, I'm one of the, the co-founders of, of Frazy. And uh, I think the reason I'm here today is uh, we're kind of in this niche area, uh, which uh, is called natural language generation. So we actually generate language for, for sort of marketing purposes. Any guesses? Is this like urban dictionaries for marketers? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's a good guess, though. No, but or very good. Is this the cardiologist from uh, Columbia University? No, but... Uh, Nice Google. Um, here, I'll, uh, let me fill you in. Uh, the way it would work is, let's say you're sending out a marketing promotion. Um, and let's say, for example, you're a, a retailer and you've got some great offer coming up. And if you buy two pairs of shoes, you get a third one free. What you do is you log on to the platform and you uh, enter all the details of your upcoming promotion. Um, you click what we call the magic button and it generates a bunch of language for you. So it'll generate a bunch of different variations that all deliver that message that, that you're, you know, for, for the specific to your campaign. Now, by, by, by language, you don't mean French and Spanish. It's not a translation service. We, we support a number of languages. But, but what you're really talking about is it actually writes copy. It's copy. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and so, and, and plus, uh, even more than that, it should sound like you wrote it. Um, you know, it, 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 it's, it, it's not this sort of formulaic, robotic-sounding language that someone looks at. What's that? We put quite a bit of effort into creating our generative algorithm so it sounds like you. And so then we'll, as, you know, we'll, we'll generate some and then we'll, we'll bounce it off the clients. Does this sound like you? And they say, oh, no, 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 we wouldn't say it quite like that. And we, and we keep refining it in, until it does sound indistinguishable from, from that customer. What do you think? Will it be able to create tweets like Elon Musk? Are you firing me? Is this like <laughs> is this like my notice? <laughs> well, um, it is AI generated ad copy. That's what it does. It is it is the future of our industry. Yeah, but doesn't that take away the human touch of writing copy? 
Maybe know. they can write love letters to us, Sydney, as if they were our boyfriend. I'm sure if you put in the criteria. <laughs> oh, my God. Dear John Letters, I love it. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, okay, we work in nonprofit, in the nonprofit realm. Yeah. I would feel like if a client came to us and say, hey, we want to get the homeless off the street. Yeah. I'm going to go to the computer on this program and be like, homeless, sad, depressing. Like, I'm going to hit buttons. Well, it's, it, okay, it's a little bit more complicated than that. Oh, okay. So there's a couple of different approaches out there that do this. One of them is the way that Frazee does it, and the other one is a way called deep learning here. The way we approach sort of this AI-powered copywriting is a bit different than some other companies that are out there at the moment. Um, so I don't know if you've heard of like, there's some, there's some prominent ones like copy.ai, for example, they're newer and they use a fundamentally different technology. So what, what they do is, is they, they use a, a, a very powerful technology known as deep learning and they scrape large volumes of text, like basically everything it can find on the internet and use models to learn how to speak based on that. Yeah. I, I don't want to interrupt you. Didn't Microsoft get in trouble with this? They, they definitely did. This, they, deep they, learning, this deep learning thing, didn't this end badly? It, it did. I, I think if it's the one you're referring to, they, they created a chat bot that was trained on Reddit. And like anybody who's been on the internet knows that's a terrible idea. You know? I mean, where's the surprise that this thing all of a sudden started speaking like a typical Reddit user and saying really terrible, terrible things? And, and so that's, that is. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> Have you ever been on Reddit? Yeah, once. Oh, <laughs> Could, couldn't get no. off fast enough. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, but that's not what that's that's not what Frazee does. Uh, Here, listen. That is the risk with this this other other tech this other approach to technology. But there, there's some benefits as well. The benefit is that it, it is more off the shelf and it can do some pretty cool things and it can be very creative and it, and it, and it, it's fluid. And so there's definitely a place for, for tools like that. But I just kind of wanted to make the distinction between that and what Frazee does. So when we work with a customer, like I said, there's quite a bit of upfront work that we do to make sure it, it sounds like you or it sounds like the end brand. Um, and so, and, and, and so it, it, I think it just is important to understand like the, the kind of the, the differences between the way that we do things and the way we do th the others do things uh, because it kind of, back to your original question, it depends what you're looking for. Are you looking for creative, like sparks of creativity and, and ideas? Uh, then then there's, there's solutions out there for us. Whereas Frazy, we don't see ourselves as a, you know, a creativity tool, it's a performance optimization tool. And so you, you need a, a, you need to work with a brand who's got already a fairly valuable and uh, email marketing campaign. And we can, we can boost that. We can take whatever they're doing and, and, and improve it. So it really generates all this language in a voice that you help frame. It automatically creates the copy and it creates a bunch of varieties. In, in a non-creative fashion. And right. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you feeling threatened, Lauren? No. I mean, I would probably use it to my benefit, to be honest. But I would use it as a kickoff point. Like, if you're, ha like if you're stuck, like writer's block. Like, if I'm having serious writer's block. But it just sounds funny. Let's create language, but we're not creative. Right. <laughs> well... It's interesting, though, because he doesn't put it that way. He actually said this. I would imagine that Lauren doesn't see the core of her job as writing 
email subject lines, you know, like there's still this, there's, there is a lot more room for uh, higher level creativity and, and especially if, you know, but, but that's something businesses, they have to do. They've got a lot of emails going out and they want to make sure everyone's got the attention to, to make sure it's, that's going to be high performing. Um, that's probably not the best part of the job for a lot of people. So it'll, you know, when you put out a marketing email, it'll it'll write the subject line, a subject line that is A-B tested over and over and again to make sure that it gets the most attention and the most click through. So it really is a tool to help the creative stuff that you do uh, be more effective. I'm game. Can we go hang out with him in his office and get he's, to He's in Canada. He's actually really cool. He was such a nice guy, like, like super cool. Do you I mean, feel listen. threatened, Lauren? Is I see her like <laughs> I see her gearing up for war right now. I, honestly, like, do you want to test my creativity? I was more threatened by the fact that he knew my name. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is AI. I, it was an AI-generated interview. I was kind of creeped out by that more than anything else. But no, let me reassure you guys. We don't pitch ourselves as a replacement for for copywriters. We we know the limitations of of what we do. Um, we don't even really necessarily consider it as a, a, a time-saving tool. Uh, what what Phrasey is, and we kind of this is not speaking for everyone in the marketplace, is is we we focus on performance, and we focus on short-form copy and generating language that is um, that that engages with the audience. We've got that that uh, sort of learning side of it too. It learns what works and what what doesn't, uh, and it's not kind of giving high level ideas of, of how you should be marketing your, your product. So we're kind of maybe taking a little bit of the day-to-day -day drudgery away and freeing up, uh, you know, more resources for the fun stuff is one way to say that. So are these the chat bots that come out? Like, is this the language that the chat bots use? No, it's a lot more sophisticated that it's based on the same type of premise. There's a lot more data as far as, 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 as far as Neil has told me. And the real thing is, is that it will write short, ad copy so the type of ad copy that will go in the subject line of an email or small uh, programmatic advertising digital advertising it'll even write uh, a short um, social media posts oh that's cool that's what I was thinking it's like a like, like it's not gonna write a documentary or right, a novel right, or, like, or a press release correct okay but you know the super pithy engaging my spam <laughs> yeah, yes, it's going to make your spam more spammy. That's correct. I mean, I would assume there's a lot of companies who would want to save money, especially when, you know. Well, they already are. They're, I mean, yeah. these guys are working with some major brands right now. But that's just like the start of it. There's like a whole other layer to this. I don't know if you, you've seen uh, some of the results for DALI 2. Do you know what I'm talking about there? That, just just do a, a Google search, and this is just within the last few weeks, but it is, it, it is mind-blowing stuff. Um, so basically what it is, it's, it's also it's a, from this uh, group called o OpenAI, and you, you put in a, um, just a, a, a description for an image, and something you, you imagine something that no one's ever thought of before. And you type it in, and you can even say what what style it is. Like you could say, uh, two people recording a podcast on a beach in the style of 
MC Escher or just something ridiculous like that. <laughs> and it'll it'll generate a, a pretty good image of that. Um, just just like that, you know, it and it'll it'll do multiple of them. And and it, it is really mind blowing tech technology there. And this this is another one of those little components which which will be part of this this suite um that you know in the marketer's toolkit of the future uh and there you know like it's it's you know it, that it, it's not always perfect but it, it can come up with some very very creative inspiring output that's brilliant i'm looking at an astronaut riding a horse in space <laughs> wait hold on send me that because this See, is you, amazing. We've just lost hours of productivity because this is what you're going to be doing. <laughs> this is going to distract me from work. <laughs> you can I, I knew this was a bad... Maybe, perhaps, perhaps I should not have had you two on. Wait, could we put people like people's names in here and it'll grab it from their Facebook and then we can put them in awkward situations? Well, that, that, that is, that is a, a, a layer of technology that you already know that's available. It's called... Deep fake technology slightly sounds like defamation, but <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of trouble to get into, but this is the future of, of where our industry is going. I mean, you have you you are going to be able to have, uh, you know, spokespeople who don't exist saying words that a computer generated, getting the attention of human beings to mobilize them to action. Here, listen. It's a good question. Like the, already, some of this, these, uh, you know, deep fakes. That that is, I don't know what. I mean, that's a whole other topic. But now we we can create videos of photorealistic things that that never happened. I mean, this has huge implications on society, and it probably will in marketing too. You yes. No, stop. <laughs> stop. Stop. Well, I, I mean, while we're at it, can I get a picture like marrying Jake Gyllenhaal? Like, screw that. I you, want Jake Gyllenhaal. I want. You could get the whole video. You could have the wedding video. Oh, no. My God. Here, Fantastic. listen. A, uh, a celebrity to give personalized messages to people that they, they don't have to sit down and read out each one, but it looks indistinguishable from that. No, know? we're looking at a future where all what, like news anchors are going to be AI generated. They're yep. not going to be actual human beings. Exactly. And, and, and the, the, what the news that they're reporting on might be personalized to that individual. The, the news report that I know, that's a bit scary and has other implications as well. Yeah, that's, that's terrifying. But I'm sure someone out there loves that idea. Sure. I, well, yeah. I, the people who don't want to pay news anchors is yeah. who loves it the most. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. And then there's, there's, there's risks with, with that as well. But um, no, I mean, the, the technology is, is, is that that's probably not too far off. So we have, we're basically, what I'm understanding from this conversation is we're on the brink of people getting confused between reality. It's already happening. Isn't that what OnlyFans does? <laughs> but at least it's real people, Lauren. It's not like some bot telling me. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They're mostly real. <laughs> Sorry. My point. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. But that just—that's scary to think of. That I can, I can, I can create if I want to. I can create history. I can recreate history. Yes. I can go in and say, "Hey," to my kids, and say, "Hey, mom was there when Martin Luther King was or, on the or more terrifyingly." Uh, no, S the computer can recreate anything and um, there will become some point in the distant future uh, where agencies like ours are made up of, you know, 
tech guys punching buttons instead of artists and creatives. Oh, yeah. I mean... Because they don't need creatives anymore because the AI technology will be creative enough. But will it really ever be enough? Yeah, it's... Like, how... I don't, I don't understand. Like, that's the part I, I can't wrap my head around. Like, if we're able to accomplish that, there's, then there's going to be, like, another step they're going to want to do. And then another step. It's like, it's not going to stop. There's no, there's, uh, until there's like no, until it's like redundant. There's no creativity left. And so you just start rehashing the things that you've done before, which people do anyway with music. And, but at least you, I was going to say, have you not watched primetime TV? <laughs> like, but listen, at least people put a spin on it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a spin. At least there's a little spin to it. People try and be creative. But when you take all the creativity out of it, it's like, um, oh my gosh, what, The Giver. Uh, okay, but. We're, it's easy to go there and we're way far down the line, but you could see in the today and maybe the, the near-term future how this technology is not just revolutionary in that way, but revolutionary to help us. It's a tool that would be incredibly useful. Especially if it could scale down. Imagine a world in which our nonprofits who cannot afford marketing people internally or giant agencies can have essentially a um, agency in a box. Yeah, but then... No, I mean, it has its benefits. It does. It does. But at the same time, I people want more. They're going to want more. They're going to search for more. <laughs> that puts us out of business. It, it, it's useful right up until Skynet becomes self-aware, <laughs> in which case... Right, exactly. <laughs> then, then the Terminator Wars begin. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, think about the political repercussions of this. Right, you might elect a president someday who's not real. Oh, we did that. That was the last... Never mind. Anyway. <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> moving on. But where do you think this is going right now? I mean, Neil sort of gave some insight. He said this. He said... Well, you know, I don't know. I'm going to probably go off in a different direction here. But um, marketing, there's, that's such a broad thing. And I mean, you know, if, if you could solve that problem and have a marketer in the box you've you've solved ai you've you've, you've solved human intelligence you know and and personally i i believe we're, we're we're some ways off that and so kind of where the the state of ai is now is it's it's narrow what you have to do is find specific well-defined problems and tackle that and that's and that's what what phrasey has done and what we'll have to see over time is finding other little problems that we can solve and then hopefully you know bring these together but I don't, I don't believe it's going to be kind of like a, an overnight breakthrough that in one area, which is going to allow us to, you know, do, do, to do everything and do this sort of general uh, marketing. I think it's going to be a, over time having a bunch of smaller, well-defined solutions coming together. Sid, they're going to solve your intelligence. <laughs> hurry, the, hurry up. <laughs> I can stop thinking at that point. <laughs> I mean, I could have it do my papers. Right. I mean, could, I mean. Yeah. I mean, sometime in the future, I mean, you know, listen, you have to remember, like, I'm so old that when I was in school, they didn't let you have a calculator because that was technology. Right. Now they don't even teach math because everybody has a calculator in their phone. In fact, everybody has all of the answers to all of the world in their phone. Well, not to mention that, I mean... If I'm a person then that wants to open a, no, no, I'm no, I'm just saying if I'm someone that wants to open my own business, what's the point of me going to school and I can just get this AI to do it for me? 
I was going to say, why am I so confused then? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's what I have for you. That's my uh, my interview. What you guys? What's your overarching thoughts? Fear. <laughs> yeah, but not of my job for like society. Like, I, I think it's not. Yeah, um, it's kind of scary that they can do that. Yeah, I the whole they can solve my intelligence thing. I think mm. that's that's, you know, dozens and dozens and dozens of years in the future. I think the immediate future it's pretty darn cool. I think it's going to be a spectacular tool that is going to allow people access to high quality, impactful marketing who otherwise would not have that access. And for the stuff that we do, helping our nonprofits, it's going to be invaluable. Okay, I can agree with that. There you go. There's your silver lining. I'm going to leave you with that. And for our audience, uh, my name is Tom Mosloom. I'm with Sydney Vigil and Lauren Regao. And this has been... M at Work. I want to thank my guest, Neil Yeager from Frazy. Uh, they're doing unbelievable stuff. Companies are working with them for AI-generated marketing copy. You could find more about their company at phrase.co.